Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody, welcome into another edition of the Financial Answer Podcast. Thanks so much for being here with us, as always, while we talk about investing, finance, and retirement with the one and only Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor and all-around good dude and founder at O'Brien's <laughs> and Associates. What's up, buddy? How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hope you enjoy what we got to talk about today. We got some really cool stuff we're going to discuss. So, yeah, we're going to talk yeah. about multiple U's. Yes. And I, and I don't mean the letter U. I mean multiple right. financial advisors. That's funny. Yeah, that's right. That's true. We are. Yeah, well, Nathan so. just celebrated his anniversary. So at the time of this yeah. podcast, a happy anniversary to you and the loveliness, Tanya. An amazing 15 minutes is what I tell her. That's just what it seems like. 15 years? Been, 15 minutes? No, it's 13, 13, 13 years. years. Okay. Yeah. So it's gone by like a flash. So it's yeah. uh, she's she's truly awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And you guys yeah. went flying to celebrate. You took her we on did. her first flight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, passed my pilot license or passed my test, I guess, for that. So I got that and took right. her up for the first time. And she was not scared. I was nice. surprised. Enjoyed <laughs> she, it. She really enjoyed it. Yeah. Fantastic. So I'm looking forward to hopping around the country on different places or in different places with her. So that'll be fun. We're, very, very we're excited cool. about well, that. Yeah, I'm excited to hear more about them as we do. And we'll talk about them on the show. Just a, yeah. It's a good way for folks to continue to get to know you. And hey, listen, <laughs> if you haven't done it yet, make sure you go to the website, thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can listen to episodes. You can check out past episodes. You can download the Investor Awareness Guide. Lots of cool stuff at the website, thefinancialanswer.com. Again, that's that's thefinancialanswer.com, or you can always just give Nathan a call at 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. All right, so let's hit our main topic this week. We're not going to do our, our emails and our other little in the news this week. We're going to do like we've passed a couple episodes where we've just got a big topic I want to cover for the bulk of the show today. So how many investment advisors, Nathan, should somebody have? Because yeah. the value, it's like we're beating the diversification drum, right? We beat yes. that drum. We do. That's right. Because it needs to be. It needs to be. But right. some people think that, well, hey, if one advisor is good, two advisors is then, better. Yeah, or four. Or six, four, or, right. Yeah, 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 that's right. Well, so let's, let's I'm diversified. Right, that's, I'm diversified, that's, right. That's right. right. Yeah. So let's pump the brakes a little bit. I'll use it like a cooking analogy. <laughs> okay. So my wife is very territorial about her kitchen. Oh yeah, and yeah, mine so too. I yeah yeah so I go in to I want to help sometimes not all the time I'm gonna be honest I go in to help and she's I, like get out yeah basically she's just like I appreciate it but you're just making more of a mess for me and so too many cooks can kind of ruin the dish if yes, you will they can. right that's right so, yeah that's so right. let's kind of take it from that standpoint so why is multiple advisors first off in your opinion just a, a wrong way to go. Well, I think, you know, a lot of people, just like you mentioned earlier, they come at it with the idea that, you know, we're diversifying. We're not putting all of our eggs in one basket. Right. We got two you know? guys so, that are doing different right. things. So, yeah, that's right. So they're doing different things. And that's really not what I see most of the time. Okay. It's just not the case. People end up having a lot of the, you know, same investments. They end up getting a lot of just 
confusion because they're having to listen to two different or three or six different people about their investments. So and you can just, have different strategies or philosophies, right? Yes, that's exactly right. You can. So there's a lot of things that just come into play here that we really, you know, don't think about. And uh, right. people are doing this to try to better themselves sure. and try to better their investments, but they don't really think about what they're doing. And so I think that's where the ultimate confusion starts is they hear diversification. They think multiple advisors can help with that, but that doesn't happen that way. Okay. So we're going to go through some things and discuss those on, on how those areas kind of get confusing right. for people. All right. So let's back it up a little bit and start with okay. just diversification. So yeah, in the yeah. investing world, it's, you know, you want to be diversified. We say it all Absolutely. the time. And yeah. you talk a lot about proper diversification and it's not just large cap stocks. No, that's right. It can't be. And, you know, Harry Markowitz is who I talk about quite a bit. He mm -hmm. he actually won a Nobel Prize on diversification back in 1990. Okay. And he's developed something called the Markowitz Efficient Frontier. It helps you see if your portfolio is getting the best return for the least amount of risk. And that's what you truly are going for when you're trying to get diversification. It sounds like an episode portfolio. of, of uh, Star Trek, doesn't it? The, the Markowitz <laughs> efficient frontier. That's right. It, it is. Sounds, yeah. 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 Going uh, where no one's gone. Going no, no one's gone before. <laughs> a modern portfolio theory is the same. It is. is that the same thing? It is. Okay. Yeah, that's it basically, and that's what he's really known for. And so, diversification comes, you know, by owning a lot of different asset, asset classes, classes right. right? And so, it's not, you know, multiple advisors. One advisor can diversify you correctly. It doesn't mean they will. So you need to know some things there to make sure that it's done right. Mm -hmm. But having multiple advisors does not add to diversification. Vacation, it can actually hurt that because of different things that can happen. What were you going right. to say? No, I was going to say, so kind of the same thing with multiple mutual funds. We see that a lot. People will have lots of mutual funds. Yeah. So same yeah. kind of thing. You're thinking, hey, I'm diversified because mm -hmm. I got six different mutual funds and I bought three from this guy <laughs> and three from that guy. So they're got to be different. Well, you know, what is a mutual fund market? It's a bucket of stocks. It's a bucket bonds, of stocks, right. right? And so inside of that mutual fund, a lot of times companies own the same stocks, yeah. even though it's a different named different mutual name, fund. sold by a different you yeah, know, broker or whatever. Right. That's true. And so they end up owning a lot of the same stocks. One of the ones that really, you know, it does bad at this, I think, is American funds. And since we're okay, on a podcast, right. we can talk about it. Well, you can but, do that. But, you know, American funds, really, most of their mutual funds own the same stocks inside of it. So if you okay. have five or six different American funds in your portfolio, then you're really not diversified. You, you own a lot of the same stuff and you have very little diversification and a really high volatility because of that. So make sure that you are using different asset classes in your portfolio, large caps, small caps, value stocks, growth stocks, all of those things are asset classes. They can help you reduce your volatility. Okay. So this modern portfolio theory, it's kind of been around 30 years. Uh, yeah, it's kind of right. stayed as the gold standard it has, uh, yeah, for, it has. for portfolio construction. And so, you know, clearly you don't need two advisors to reap the benefits. Uh, no, of that's this. true. Okay. That's so let's talk about rebalancing then. Okay. Um, you know, because the value of the holdings in portfolios change over time, you do yeah, need right. to go through and make adjustments. If you've got two people trying to do this, that just seems to me like it's going to be really complicated. 
It is. And that's, you know, where people end up, they don't think about that, you know, because a lot of times people don't rebalance their portfolios. Even advisors don't rebalance the portfolio a lot of times. So, you know, small cap stocks, as an example, that's an asset class you should hold. They're really volatile. They have a lot of volatility. They go up and down a lot compared to large caps. And so when you hold those, you're going to have better growth in those historically anyway over time you're going to have better growth in those so you don't want to have basically the majority of your portfolio in small caps over the next 10 years you want to bring it back to the targets that you originally set up that's rebalancing so you can do that on a percentage basis or you can do that on an annual basis or a quarterly basis however advisors do it differently which is again another problem another problem (laughs) i was going to say that's another problem you've got two or three advisors that may be rebalancing at different times just causing a lot of headache and confusion with what's going on inside your portfolio. So yeah, again, rebalancing is an issue. Yeah, you're not going to be really synchronized at this point, right? <laughs> that's true. Because yeah, you're going to have true. a different method. You're going to have a different thought process on when, to your point, rebalancing yeah. different kinds of you know different asset classes and whatnot. So if it's all about a diversification, again, that doesn't mean necessarily working with multiple firms or multiple... I guess even like companies, like sometimes you'll see people, well, I've got a TD Ameritrade and then I've got, you know, I don't think Scott (laughs) trades around now. I think TD Ameritrade brought them, but you you get the idea right there. I have that come out occasionally too. You know, this is something that we run into a lot with prospective clients and, um, and things. And so it just, you know, people think, well, if I have some money with Schwab and E-Trade and, you know, and TD Ameritrade, all of these different ones, I'm spreading out. Yeah. Yeah. I've got my money diversified, but that's just the bank. That's it. There's no, you know, FDIC insurance or anything like that with them. So, you know, just diversifying your portfolio, having things kind of consolidated really makes things easier because you you get fewer statements, you understand more of what's happening and everything. Well, then you find out that, you know, Schwab's got you in Twitter and then, you know, and then (laughs) E-Trade's got you in Twitter, you know, and then TD Ameritrade's got you in Twitter and you're like, well, crap, I got a lot of Twitter. You know, that's right. and I don't even know what Twitter is. You know, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so, no, that's true. Right. So, so yes. Yeah. So, okay. So not you know multiple spreading this thing around is not necessarily the best idea. And in fact, you're really kind of setting yourself up to be really inefficient. So yes. let's talk about some inefficiencies in that area. You know, you only got so much money to invest. So when right. you're using two or more investment advisors, you know, again, you're spreading this out. You know, you're really having more money managers. I would imagine you're also causing yourself more costs. Right. Yeah, you can. Absolutely. You know, some mutual funds, especially if you're using a broker and not like an investment advisor that charges a fee. So if you're using a broker, then, you know, mutual funds have a minimum that you can invest and you get break points on the cost of those mutual funds, the more money that you have in it. You know, I mean, let's face it, we only have so much money individually as investors to invest. And so, you know, we can't just spread it out across a lot of different things with multiple different advisors a lot of times and get the best price. And so if you're working with multiple brokers, then you're not being very efficient, you know, in that situation because of the front end loads, the commissions, all of those, they would be less if you consolidated that a little bit more into you know, one advisor potentially right. in that case. Well, and we and we kind of touched on already that, you know, if you have two people, the chances are you're going to end up in the same mutual funds or the same ETFs or the same stocks, you know, so we'll kind of move a little bit from that. Okay. But, um, yeah. you know, most advisors, you know, charge fee or, okay, you go to the fees. We kind of touched on that. Right. So let's go no, there. Right. So you got the fee based and then you've got like, you know, per transaction. So depending right. on uh-huh. what kind of advisor or multiple advisors you're working with, you run yourself into a bigger venue there. 
Yeah, that's true. You know, most investment advisors like myself, we give breakpoints at a certain level that you have under management. So, okay. you know, right. if your portfolio is spread out among two or three different advisors, well, you may be che- it may be cheaper on you to consolidate everything to one advisor okay. and, you know, we charge less of a of a fee in that case. So, that helps just have everything consolidated. That's not the main goal with this, right, but right. I mean, the main thing is just making sure that you have one person you can talk to that understands what your goals are, what you're trying to accomplish and what needs to happen, you know, in the portfolio. So, but consolidating with one, you know, solves a lot of those issues. Okay. So, you know, obviously we're, most of us, I think are smart enough to realize, okay, if we're working with multiple people, clearly we're going to be charged multiple fees because people don't work for free, you know? Right. And so you think about the fee you're paying the advisor, but again, think about the, the hidden fees that are already existing. And that could be compounded by the fact that you now have, you might have multiple ETFs or multiple mutual funds that are the exact same thing. And right. every time you have these things going on, but let's talk about the things you might not think about. And how about your time? Okay, so yeah, your own right. your own personal time. If you're working with one advisor, like you're working with you, mm-hmm. uh, let's say you meet with average clients that have been clients for a couple of years and things are going well once a year, twice a year. Yeah, once or twice a year. Okay. That's right. So right. yeah, and you know if you have multiple advisors, you get two advisors. You're now going four <laughs> times right. a year. That's right. right. And I mean, who wants to do that? Just <laughs> which which I mean. might not sound to be that much, but you know firsthand how many times does does one, a client year call you up year. and say, right. "Hey Nathan, can we move this?" Day, you know, it's not working for me. That's or, true. Right. Yeah. So it's not like you sit there and go, oh boy, I'm super excited to know that in, in 60 days I get to go see my advisor. <laughs> well, what if that was the case? Now you're doing that five or six or seven or eight times a year. That's right. Because yeah. you're working with multiple people. So what it is sounds your time good worth? At first. It, right. right. It sounds good worth? at first. And then over time, yeah, you know, once you get comfortable with what you're doing and how things are, then, you know, we have to meet with you as an advisor. We have to review right. things. We want to, number one. And then, you know, we're required to just to kind of keep up with everything that's going on in your life. So if you have multiple advisors, that requires more and more meetings, more and more time. So, you know, think about that. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, Like you're saying, what's your time worth? And, you know, most of my clients, actually all of my clients, don't want to be sitting in meetings with me four or six times a year right, something right. like that. Hey, how are it's, you? How's my investments doing? Looking good? Do I need to change anything? No, they're See just ya. like they were two months ago. Right. You know? And I'm ready to <laughs> go. A little bit more, whatever. Right. right. So, and think about right. the brain drain, too. Now you've got two of everything know. to read, you know. <laughs> Uh, and right. review. I just, I don't, right. I don't, I get it where somebody could initially think, hey, two points of view uh, could it. be, yeah. you know, could be helping me uh-huh. get ahead. But it, it j- sounds great. It sounds it, great. But at the end, you're really you not. start to analyze it. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the institutional model. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So what's the deal here? So, yes, an institutional model is basically an institutional investor. So these okay. are like, you know, pension plans, endowments, things like that with, mega mega millions and billions of dollars in these plans and you know the average investor should really utilize that institutional model if you can okay so what i mean by that is you have you know all of these pension plans and endowments and all these things they have one advisor that advises on the asset allocation they have one that's selecting and monitor the portfolio this is one person okay. okay that's taking care of these things that's reporting performance that's reallocating rebalancing as needed all of these different things are done by one individual for, for these mega things so that's right why wouldn't that's you right. do that the same as a as an that's individual? exactly true okay. gotcha. 
that's so true. And so, you know, you can do that through an investment advisor or through a financial advisor that takes care of these things for you. And just, you know, make sure that everything is consolidated and doing what you need to happen. That's really what these pension plans are trying to do is, you know, we've got this goal. Right. And this is what we're trying to accomplish. Same thing with your retirement plan. You've got these goals. This is what you're trying to accomplish. Work with one advisor to make that happen. Well, so then it comes down to, okay, so if you're currently working with two or you're thinking about working with two, you really need to take a look and say, how do I know I'm hiring the right one. If I'm going to pare this down to one person, we got to get in and ask the right questions. Yes, we do. And, you know, that's really what it comes down to and why we offer the investor awareness guide, you know, on our website. So that guide, at the end of that guide, there's 20 questions that we call the 20 must answer questions. And it's things that, you know, you really need to understand and know with your portfolio, with investing, things like, you know, have you identified your personal risk tolerance? Do you know where you fall on the Markowitz efficient frontier? All of these things, you know, that we've discussed in past shows and, and and that we talked about today. Do you know what your risk tolerance is? That's an important question. A lot of people will say I'm conservative or aggressive or whatever, but that tells you nothing. Right. So this guide will help you understand some basic things that you need to know when it comes to investing. And you can get it on thefinancialanswer.com. So There you go. So get that investor awareness guide, folks, at thefinancialanswer.com. You'll see a, a little link for it, a little a section there where it's got a little picture and all that stuff. You can download the investor awareness guide, and you can kind of take a look at that and get started. And at the end of the day, you know, look, individual investors, just like institutional investors, do not need to employ multiple investment advisors. You should hire a person that you trust, that you gain the benefits from with the right advisor for you. This investor awareness guy will hopefully help you along that path a little bit and just make sure that the benefits are working well to create the portfolio that you're after and if we go back to our my wife's kitchen we can go back and say so that whatever you're making tastes good you know that's right (laughs) so you don't want to go in there and make a bad broth or a bad soup or something like that that's true it's just all about how it all works together how it all works together right absolutely well this has been the financial answer if you have some questions if you want to talk directly if you're thinking hey i do need to to work with just one person, but I'm not sure some of the questions I should be asking. Call Nathan up, have a conversation. He'll certainly walk you through that. Get the investor awareness guide. It'll help you along the way. Go to thefinancialanswer.com. Again, that's thefinancialanswer.com. It's complimentary. While you're there, subscribe to the podcast on uh, Google Play or Apple Podcast or various different formats. There's links for different ones. And give him a call at 855-51-COACH. 855 coach He's a registered investment advisor, a chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey and the founder of O'Brien & Associates and your local investor coach here. Thanks for your time, buddy. I always appreciate you on the podcast. Yeah, man. thank you. Thank you. And don't procrastinate. If you're listening, don't procrastinate yep. on this. Take some action yep. and make sure that you're doing some of these things that can help your financial future. Absolutely. And share the podcast. Give us a like. Give us a review. Let folks know on Facebook you can find Nathan yeah. and his team on uh, Nathan and Tanya there at O'Brien and Associates on Facebook. So we always appreciate the likes and the shares and all that good stuff. And we'll see you next time here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.